0: Welcome back to Making Video Your Business. We hope that you'll enjoy some of our stories, shared experiences, and the insight from some fantastic guests. Without further ado, lights, camera, action. I'm joined by my friend uh, Andrew Fitzmorris, um, who is the CEO of More People, a fantastic recruitment consultancy that operates nationally based uh, in Lincolnshire. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me. There no is. We've been friends a while. Um, We first met a few years ago um, as part of an awards program. Can you talk to me a bit about your business
1: um, and what you do? We're a recruitment company um, based in Stanford, but we recruit all around the UK, a little bit internationally as well. And we focus on primarily food. So it's end to end supply chain within food. Yep. So we'll do supermarket head office recruitment for the roles they can't fill, you know, mid to senior level roles they can't fill themselves very easily. And then we go all the way through the supply chain into primary agriculture. Have you always been in recruitment? So I did a chemistry degree at Newcastle and then did the most appropriate thing with a chemistry degree and went straight to London and worked in recruitment. So why do you think it's such an appealing? area to work in classically i think people fall into it it's one of those when i didn't know what to do but i've got something about me then you go into recruitment because i think how a lot of people end up in it from a career perspective working for us or working in recruitment you get exposed to a lot of different industries a lot of different skills so it's quite nice as a as a broad kind of holistic um career And the earning potential is also also pretty good. You know, it's, it's very, very uh, transparent and clear.
0: In terms of your business as a um, as an entity, um, you've been operating for a number of years um, in and around Stanford. Why um, do you think your business has been so successful
1: recently? I guess it applies for lots of industries, but specifically for recruitment. When you look at how recruitment companies want to grow, the aspirations are often there, but oftentimes the personnel aren't or the infrastructure isn't, or, or people aren't prepared to do the things they need to do to to grow. Mm. Well, we've long uh, identified what those things are, what those barriers are to growth, and we just seem to have ticked a lot of them off in, in recent times. And we've gone from a dozen people to 28 people in a relatively short space of time. Uh, we took on a new office, which I think physically helped. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps with some of the challenging some of the self-limiting belief. We keep using the phrase dare to dream in in lots of one-to-ones. And I think people can now see a bit more clearly the reality of the vision that for a long time has been in in my head and the other directors' heads.
0: Obviously, this podcast is primarily about um, encouraging people to be more visually impactful in terms of video content. But obviously, your office rebrand and your office redesign also lends to that. How important have you seen um, the rise in visual media, the rise in video content within your particular industry, within recruitment?
1: There's so much more available to people online now, candidates and clients. But let's think about candidates, whether that's candidates that we're placing into our clients or candidates for our internal processes. There's so much more resource online than there ever has been. And I know some people might take that for granted, but either way, you really need to use it. So if you wanted to fix, you wanted to bleed a radiator and you didn't know how, and the first thing you're going to do rather than call a plumber is Google it, watch a YouTube video before you know where you are, you're an expert in, in bleeding, bleeding radiators. Yeah, that's right. In the olden days, you'd ring your dad and, and, and ask him how to do it. When it comes to how you articulate career paths or training or um, interview prep, as we're trying to articulate who a particular client might be, yeah, YouTube or company websites, it Are clearly such a massive part of it yeah and i think depending on how how people learn what learning styles you've got some people are very auditory some Mm -hmm. people like to read but the impact of videos i've I've just sent you one um for for a client it's a really cool video and it's much more engaging and sells a story and and tells a a narrative about what it's like to work here far more than a headed job spec is is ever gonna do so have you been have you seen a lot more of that
0: Certainly over the last maybe 18 months or so, where firms who are coming to you looking for um, new candidates are saying to you, you know, we want a video as part of that job advert or, you know, we've got a video here that we've just, you know, we've just sat in front of a camera and, you know, chatted, you know, so they could meet the MD, you know, how are they using video
1: more? Some are doing better than others. I still think it's a massively under-resourced aspect that people could, could use. So classically, if you're a bigger company with a bigger brand, you've got more time and money to invest into it. Yeah, of course. Um, But paradoxically, I think if you're a smaller business and people don't know who you are, it's probably as important, if not more so. Mm. You know, if I said we're recruiting for Marks and Spencers, you already know who Marks and Spencers are. You've already got an opinion and there's TV commercials and and so on. You know the brand. Yeah. If you're a supplier to Marks and Spencers of... Um, a product that isn't a brand Mm. so you don't buy a brand of carrots you don't buy a brand of ready meal you know you go and buy the product right but there's companies hundreds of companies you know brilliant businesses behind those things Mm. but they're not household names don't need to be household names articulating who that company is um, to a prospective candidate can be quite difficult and a bit dusty and boring Mm. if there's nothing to to bring it to life and, and potentially investing time in that in that in that company brand it might even be simple stuff like social uh social channels which don't cost anything but showcasing the talent they've got or taking people on some kind of journey you know to focus on a sector or or an individual and do that you know how did you get here kind of piece it doesn't have to be whizzy drone footage you know that that shows something really cool because not everyone's got an environment that's necessarily you know, all that visual from a from a drone perspective. Yeah, of if course. you if you can, brilliant, Thank right? You. Yeah, but of course. There's plenty of things you could do.
0: Why did you have video content produced? What was the point?
1: Recruitment is really difficult to articulate a point of difference. You know, the USPs that companies can trot out, you almost need unique USPs. It's mm. it's very, very difficult to, to articulate through a, uh, a vision or some values or a website who you actually are and I know that for lots of businesses to be fair but particularly for ours one of the key strengths is the people that we've got of course yeah you know how how down to earth they are how professional they are how curious they are they definitely fly in the face of the stereotype of what a recruiter is mm. but how do you articulate that you know you, you might uh, have articulated it um, in practice over the years and you'll have clients and candidates that are really big advocates for you, but you're touching a very small percentage of people with, with that. So I think to allow, um, to allow our, our talent, our our internal people to come to the front and go, this is who we are. This is what we're about. Somehow it seems more, not necessarily more genuine, but it seems easier to articulate. Oh, Mm. he's a nice guy. She's a nice girl. She seems very credible. He knows his stuff. Well, credible is important because I think, crucially i think fundamentally what
0: video content does for people it allows people to start to open that door and starts to get to know who you are and get to know who your people are i've met a load of your team they're brilliant people they're keen they're passionate they're focused on you know on what they're wanting to deliver for themselves but also for the business as a whole we did a series with you about meeting each of the individual people in the individual teams and they were so popular um, locally we actually got a couple of other jobs because people saw them online and went they're great they really let people in
1: yeah 100 percent um you know if you can find a way to do it authentically then then that's where i think you know people are very quick to 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 cynically judge stuff right yeah, of um course. They're, they're pretty switched on people these days with 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 the amount of content that they get so i think authenticity is huge and it showcases the fact that we've got um a range of different people so we've got a culture at more people that's that's that you feel and you can appreciate just by stepping into the building and it is consistent. Mm. one of the things in that growth question from earlier about how we've managed to do it the fact that things are scalable is is massive, mm. so you deal with more people and you get the same kind of service, the same kind of um perspectives and and pedigree, no matter who you deal with it doesn't doesn't really matter. however, there's a range of different people we're not churning out cookie cutter clones, mm. mini versions of me. As nice. As that I might, I think that might be. <laughs> so the fact you can showcase those different personalities yeah. is huge. Yeah. And and I, it, I, it, it it changes from function to function. Um, and it's a massive strength in depth for us. So if yeah. you don't like my style, you can you can you can deal with somebody else. Or if you've got um, a technical role which is incredibly detailed and someone who's going to get really under the skin of this this uh, the complexities of some some technical system or some mm-hmm. technical process you roll out that person who, who, who loves it. Um, you've got a very sales and marketing job. You've got another person over here who, who loves that. And if you go through our team uh, on those videos, you, you can see straight away that there's this common thread of hopefully authenticity and, and pedigree and curiosity and passion. But there's, there's, there's a real pirate crew in some regards, you yeah. know, how different some of those people oh, actually are. it's
0: a mixed are. bag. Yeah. 100% a mixed bag. But that's what makes a strong team. In terms of actual video content then for um, for your business, you're starting to drop that in a lot more regularly into, um, into your social media and all those other sorts of things. Do you think your clients are responding to that?
1: It's a bit like when you post a picture on Instagram for all of my 15 followers mm. and you get three likes. But if you post it on your story, you can see it's been viewed by... 100 people Yeah And you think How does that work So people are clearly Seeing stuff They're just not Always engaging Yeah with yeah it. And I meet people uh, Clients and candidates All the time who, who seem to know Everything that's going on Yeah But more people Because they're seeing Our LinkedIn How difficult have you Found it You know Because you're quite An
0: outgoing person anyway Because of the nature Of the job that you do How do you think That's evolved For you you know have you found it difficult
1: yeah i have um it's weird you know just the, the presence of a camera somehow alters it's like schrodinger's cat yeah you know is it dead or is it not dead yeah, don't yeah. know if I look in the box it changes it changes you know how, how you behave so part of the reason for doing so much of it is to try and get to the point where where you're comfortable and the team have gone through a lot of that evolution and the the more you practice presenting in front of a crowd or getting on camera, I think the easier it gets. But it almost feels like it's become so much more necessary. My wife uh, does uh, some social for her business and and they're really good at it, all of them. It's almost like you have to be good at this. It's remiss to not do it. And they do it far more frequently than than I do it. Um, and then they're better at it than, than I am. The measurement of the ROI doesn't bother me so much um, because I think it is in that classic marketing adage of, half my marketing works, Yeah, I just don't know which, which half. Yeah. So you just do it all. I draw Venn diagrams endlessly on, on the whiteboard, but I think we've got three circles of, of of um target. We've got content and stuff that we do for our clients, mm. stuff that we do for our candidates mm. and stuff that we do for internal. Mm. And those three circles are different sizes and they overlap in slightly different areas. Occasionally you can nail one that's exactly in the middle, so it's benefiting everybody. But some of it um, has got the right tonality for uh, clients and uh, we had a debate this morning. We're actually doing a, a website refresh um which will make it video con will make the video content fit more easily on the website. Mm. But the tone of the internal piece is look at me, I've got a sweatshirt on, um, this is how we work, this is how we laugh and engage, how we train, how we get on the phone, how we play table tennis, how we have a beer at the end of the day. That's a very different message potentially, not always, but potentially to This is the hat I wear to do chief exec level recruitment Mm -hmm. for £250,000 roles Mm. where I'll bang my suit on and do up a tie potentially. It's odd because you don't want to be, you you worry about being disingenuous or or confusing to the audience because you do both things. I don't find it complicated. I can wear both hats Mm. uh, on different days. Um, Today I'm dressed like this. I'm not going to meet any clients. Yesterday I had a shirt and a jacket on. Because you're really concerned that you have to articulate and you don't want to ostracize any given Market, yeah, that's right, because they're perceiving you to be you can't do my finance director Mm -hmm. recruitment because I've seen you in a t shirt playing foosball and having a beer. Now, maybe not. I think the world's moved on. One of the unintended consequences of um COVID and that whole lockdown was that people changed their perspectives on teams, Zoom, FaceTime, dressed down, they
0: were reserved for massive corporate entities they weren't commonplace terms that you and i would you know i mean you might have done i came across zoom a couple of times but really light touch you know and then they became commonplace everyone in the world was using them
1: but also how they were used so you know we were a shirt and shirt and trousers shirt and suit kind of business that had maybe just introduced one day's worth of dress down pre-lockdown and then we worked through lockdown and proved that it made no difference really no Um, as far as as far as output's concerned so when we came back it's like what's the point mm. okay you know dress dress like you dressed on purpose and yeah. dress relatively smartly yeah. and if you're going to meet somebody else i like that dress like you're dressed on purpose yeah be meeting ready yeah yeah um is another one um but people have become a lot more tolerant to different things and i mm. don't think are placing the same kind of importance on some of those superficial things yeah as they used to but i'm still very cognizant of those three circles and, and how you try to articulate three different messages mm. by the same, oftentimes the same platforms yeah. um, without it being confusing or disjointed.
0: What would be, you know, your three bits, bits of advice around video content?
1: The first one would be you're probably conspicuous by your absence if you haven't got something. Mm. So it's easy to do for the most part so you need to do something secondly i think if you have then gone to that point of doing something make sure it's done well and frequently there's no point in doing something and leaving it dusty and seven years out of date or doing an instagram and updating it or doing linkedin posts and then being rubbish and we've talked a lot in the past about our bugbear of sound quality Mm -hmm. for example Mm -hmm. um because everyone can do nice videos on phones to a point but sound quality it does your head in the third thing i would suggest is i'd make the most of it as far as recruitment processes are concerned. Yeah. Not to necessarily showcase the most worthy things, but definitely to showcase what life is like within a business. Yeah, So showing that narrative of of what a career journey looks like, what the culture looks like. Because you can do culture on a video, you can't do culture on a job spec. No. Even if it's values related or vision related, you can't do the culture. You can only feel the culture from, from, from being there and absorbing it. Mm. If you can't be there and absorb it in the office, then seeing the the office or the people through the lens of video is probably the closest thing you're going to get to it. I'm not saying that ours is the right way to do it or the only way to do it. If you watch our videos, the Meet the Team ones in particular are fairly lighthearted. Yeah because it's a people organisation and you want to do business with people that are credible and trustworthy and so on. And that you like. But you want, yeah, you like. Yeah. So if you get an injection of personality, you know, it's not a bad mad thing to crack a smile or say something stupid because I think it's quite endearing and it's going to make the, the people you've got working for you likeable. Fantastic.
0: Andrew, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I wish you continued success. Thanks, Billy. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast and that you can join us again for more hints, tips and advice about making video your business. Let's cut there guys, thanks.